War II, an elite U.S. commando team was placed in cryogenic suspension as an emergency contingency plan. The horrific release of Vanguard on an unsuspecting population prompted their revival. These four MMO experts, modified by super science, have dedicated themselves to providing insightful, humorous commentary in the hopes of preventing future catastrophes of the Vanguard magnitude. If you're playing or making a crappy MMO, and if you can find them on iTunes, you can listen to the M Team. Listen to this channel, Begin the podcast, Noah. Hello. <laughs> no, I can't. I can't do that and take it seriously. Hello and welcome to Channel Massive. This is episode 111. The date is November 5th, 2009. I am Jason, the Sock resident drunken idiot of Channel Massive, with my Her. partner in crime, who is not so drunken yet. Not yet, but working rapidly on depleting Mark. A- a 32-ounce rum and coke with 100-proof rum. Oh, hell yeah. You got the 100-proof Bacardi yeah. going on? Uh, is Captain it Bacardi Morgan's. or is it Captain Morgan? I didn't know they made a 100-proof variety. It's new. Ooh. It's wonderful. You can light that shit on fire, I bet. Oh, yeah. Oh, and we're having an impromptu Windows 7 party. I like to stick my <laughs> beep in it. <laughs> During my Windows 7 party. This thing's going very slow, Mark. Yeah. I'm kind of shocked and amazed how slow this installation is running right now. You have a brand new top of the line behemoth of a machine. I'm anyway, uh, we're going to be talking about a lot of stuff this episode. We're we're going to talk about what we've been playing. We've got some email and tweets we're going to go over. Uh, the weekend gaming, lots of gaming news to talk about. Big bombshell dropped by Cryptic uh, late today. Yep. Apparently they're closing everything. (laughs) Oh, no. No, No, that's not not the right announcement. And if we have some time, we'll get to a little Blogosteria segment. Um, If you've listened to the podcast for any extended period of of time, you'll know that we always jokingly uh, say that we've lost our sponsorship by a particular fake company and such and such. But this time out, we actually do have a sponsor, we gained, Mark. We've gained a sponsor. We've actually gained a real sponsor. It won't last long. Because <laughs> you think there's surely some way we're going to piss them we'll, off? We'll screw it up somehow. But Okay, well, anyway, in the meantime, before we lose our sponsor, we should probably mention that we do have a sponsor. We should pimp the wonderful folks. So we're pleased to announce that uh, the podcast is sponsored by MyGuildHost.com. MyGuildHost.com provides powerful guild management tools, including game integration for MMORPGs like World of Warcraft, Warhammer Online, Lord of the Rings Online, and more. Check them out at MyGuildHost.com. Thank you for helping us. And if there's anybody else out there who cares to throw a few bones our way, um, well, hell, we'll pimp you on our podcast, too. Because we're all about selling out now. Sell out. There's a good, real big fish song about this, but... You know, we'd like to thank the good folks at MyGuildHost.com because they've allowed us to put the down payment on our nuclear silo, <laughs> retired from the Cold War era. It's true. It's so true. we've uh, 
we've got that uh we've got it we've got the construction underway currently it's it's flooded um only about five feet is actually not submerged at this time yeah it's kind of sad but when we're done our super villain layer will be complete <laughs> indeed and we shall rule the world yes all right uh, enough with the introductions i say we get on with the shoe I'm going to have to disagree there. <laughs> no, Mark, we said we were going to agree all what? show long. That would be a good time for an awkward silence. So, Mark, what have you been playing this week? Or actually the past two weeks since we've been uh, off for I've been playing some champions online, trying to get my, my King Maelstrom guy up in some levels, and have been been enjoying that quite a still bit. Still enjoying that seeking ship. I did. Some, I'm just kidding. I did some of the uh, I did some of the holiday event mm-hmm. activities. I I did now, all how of did you the, like that because I stopped playing well, before that even. I was kind of I was it was sort of out. disappointing. Um, I did all the werewolf le- stuff, which I had to kill 150 hunters. That were non-player characters and 150 that were player characters, and right. I did all of that and got rid of my lycanthropy charm, which I would have liked to have kind of kept because it was kind of neat to be able to turn into a, a melee character, you know, in a werewolf had, form they, with all your and cool, they all had like different skills, all like, different right skills. There, yeah. They looked like supernatural type mm-hmm, skills, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, when you finished it, that went away. But it was a repeatable quest. But I was like, well. I just did that. I don't ever want to do it again. So then I was going to go do the hunter side quest because, you know, it was this, like, big open... It was a big open kind of RVR-like thing, so to speak, from right. from the old uh, the old days. Back in the day, <laughs> back, what, a year ago? The, <laughs> the old days of Warhammer. of Warhammer. But it was this, you know, this just big... It wasn't instanced or anything. It was in it within the standard, you know, um, desert... Or, yeah, desert instance. It was... It was pretty cool, you know. There was mm. a lot of people there. There was a lot of different people trying different stuff. Like these guys would be—I believe they were on the hunter side. Instead of putting putting on their hunter um, guys or whatever, which gave them their own unique abilities, right? They'd go to the werewolf side and and spawn like the guys that had gadgeteering. They'd spawn all these gadgets, and then they'd switch to a lycanthrope, which would was kind of bugged, or switch to a hunter. I mean, which is bugged. So then all of a sudden, all those things were hostile to us, and they'd do it right at our spawn point and stuff. So then <laughs> some of them are level forty, right? But finally, what happened were these guys came in and formed some teams and and sidekicked us. So we were able to easily overwhelm the hunters and. You know, just blast through. But then, yeah, the hunt. When I went to do the hunter side, there weren't there weren't a lot of people playing on that. It was well, most, who wants to most play everybody a, a was hunter. Yeah, and, when you could play a werewolf. Yeah, I, I know. And and the hunter really was so much like a witch hunter that it, it from that that other yeah, game. Yeah, I've seen screenshots. <laughs> it looks exactly like. Yeah, that. it was you know yeah. that I I didn't really finish that. And then I started trying to go to go through the. Uh, I heard there were really multiple problems with the whole Blood Moon event. I mean, it, it wasn't bad, but about. but you know, it was just there weren't weren't enough people playing on the hunter side. Then I went and started to do the PVE stuff to um, rescue the thirteen heroes, and I only got partially through one mm-hmm. with the help of uh, of Blameful Gecko, and I had to log out. I was like, by then it was like one a.m., and I was like, my eyes were 
<laughs> Starting to tired. Must sleep now or pilot my starship into the. Wait, I've switched over to. Right. Uh, so yeah, so I did that. Other than that, I've just been working on some stuff for the for the the podcast and supporting things in my spare time. So I haven't haven't really had much much gaming aside from from Champions Online. Although I'm planning. Wow, man! I'm planning to play some serious uh, League of Legends and get a good review out for those of you who aren't who aren't opposed to hearing about a good DOTA clone. Well, cool, man! And vicariously review through uh, through uh, Mythos Engineer, I've been playing um, with The Witcher, and I've been play- <laughs> playing some Fear. No, you can't steal some of our listeners. But I've been getting really gaming. good descriptions, so I know like everything. Oh, okay, never mind. No, you can't do that. What about you, Jay? What have you been playing? Uh, well, you know, I think if you've been keeping up with us lately, you know that I played through and finished Assassin's Creed, uh, the original one. I posted a review on the on the website not too long ago, so if you, if you haven't had an opportunity to check it out, uh, do so. Uh, finished and played through that. I, I thought, you know, just the long and short version of the review, I thought it was very well done. Uh, th- there are some issues with it, um, no doubt about that, but overall I, I really liked it. I think that you know, at this point, it's 20 bucks new, probably cheaper used. It won't take much of your time to get through it and play it. I, I highly recommend checking it out, especially if you have any plans at all to get Assassin's Creed 2 and you haven't played through the first one, because you're definitely going to want to pick up on some of the, the backstory that goes on in the first one. How, how would you compare it to, like, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time? Um... Yeah, I guess I have played that one, haven't I? Because that was like back on the Xbox. Yeah, and it was a, not not the same game. Not even close to being the same game. But I you mean, you can't it, really compare the two. Both a single player kind of with some good. Yeah, but you can't really compare the two. They're they're totally different types. H- of How games. would you compare it to Chessmaster Two Thousand? <laughs> uh, no, I can't compare it to Chessmaster Two Thousand either. How would you compare it to Naked Coed Rugby? Uh, you know, having not experienced Naked Coed at Rub, Drunken before. naked co-ed rugby? I have not done that either. Fantasized <laughs> naked co-ed rugby? I've maybe fantasized <laughs> about it, but that's neither here nor there, uh, so I can't really give it a comparison to that either. Um, I, I can't really... You know, they, I think they wanted to try to do like a pseudo-stealth action title, kind of like um, like Thief, almost. Or, or Splinter Cell? Well, Splinter Cell's even different. You know, it doesn't rely on things like uh, was it anything like Donkey Kong? No, no, no. <laughs> it doesn't rely on like light. You know, light has nothing to do with you know if you're like stealth oh, in, yeah. a, in a dark corner somewhere that has nothing to do with it. They have their own stealth mechanics. I just threw out the Donkey Kong because I've been like about oh for five so far in drawing <laughs> comparisons. Right, right. Uh, um, and then after I finished that, I. St- got a copy of Dragon Age Origins just like every other limi- living human being on the planet and and I'm starting to play through that a bit right now and I hope to have a uh, podcast review. And you're playing it on the PC? Yeah, I am. I'm playing it on the PC. I'm I'm not sure that I you know, I'm I'm too happy with that decision right now. Does it have multiplayer capability? So it's just piercing it's just, the player. You know, it's you're talking old school BioWare, you're talking 
You're talking the spiritual successor to Baldur's but, Gate and Baldur's Gate 2. But I've thought long and hard on this, and, and if you wanted to make it an MMO, like the contemporary MMOs, like most people are playing them, all you have right. to do is play that <laughs> while being on um, Ventrilo. Oh, there you go. And you will sure. have achieved... You'll have achieved the same effect as a lot of these new. Since MMOs everyone's lately. soloing in their MMOs these days, and exactly. talk, but yet yet talking to people about exactly. you know out of character type I, stuff. I, I totally get you there, man. That's so get it, do it on Xbox Live. You're you're probably right. I should yeah. have done that. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I don't know that I really like the the PC version. I don't know how much of it. Doesn't sound like the that... graphics could be much better on the PC than they are. On no, the Xbox the, I mean uh, the graphics are. And, you know, they're not bad, they're just not so impressive uh, that, you know, you, if you have a pretty standard machine right now, you should be able to run it. And it's cor- correct me if I'm wrong, but from what I've seen, Mass Effect's graphics are a little tighter than the graphics for this, which, yeah, which I find just surprising from, generationally. It was from Just from some of the looks of it, yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not horrible. By any stretch of the imagination. I oh, mean, yeah. I, I posted some screenshots today of it. And yeah, where everybody had the same hat on. Yeah, I did have that one. <laughs> the cool thing is you can actually do that. You can kind of arrange them all together and, yeah. and make some really good-looking screenshots. Um, actually, I think only one of those screenshots that I took um, in that, that batch of four was from a cutscene. Huh. Yeah, only one of them was from a cutscene. The rest were just from me screwing around and right. and moving around in the engine. So, I mean, it does look good. It's just not... There are some issues with it yeah. that I'll, I'll elaborate on later, uh, probably in the review podcast. Um, and right now, I'm, I just started it, so one of the things... It's, it's a new IP with a new story to tell. And so the problem is, is that they're telling me this story, and... And it's like they, and it's a dark fantasy. Well, right? it, it's a dark fantasy, and they try to, and they try to feed you the story as much as they can, like right at the beginning, setting up the backstory, the histories of all this bullshit, and blah 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 blah. Really, so they I, use I, bullshit. Yeah. So right <laughs> now, right now, I feel like I'm being told a story and not shown a story. Right. Right. And so it's kind of hard getting through the first part. That's cool. I think once I get, I get into the more open world part of it, and you know what, that's almost cool because it's kind of old school. It is, but it's also, I mean, not so cool because you've seen what other companies have been able to come up with. When I when I think after yeah, that, it's I mean, true. you have to consider Baldur's Gate. Baldur's Gate Two came out. Actually, Baldur's Gate came out back in like ninety eight, ninety nine. Yeah. I want to say, so that's over ten years ago. Which you and I played to death. So, and I hate saying that, but the mechan- some of the core mechanics that they used back in Baldur's Gate 2 or Baldur's Gate are still around Yeah. in, in this game. And, and some people might like that. Some people may be like, what the fuck is this shit? And... Yeah, and it, I'll go over that. I'll go over that too when I when I finally get to my review. It's you know it's it's an interesting game. It's they do tell a good story. They always, but part of my problem is right now is that they're trying to force feed you all this lore and trying to get that, you know, trying to get the whole backstory out of the way. And I feel I don't feel like I'm quite part of the story yet. 
So that's where I, that's pretty much all I, that's all I got to say about that. Well, thank, thank, thank you, Forrest. <laughs> all well, right, let's get on with our email and tweet segment. And now it's time for... You've got mail. Wow, it looks like a Cylon. By your command. <laughs> does. <coughs> well, the Windows 7 up- upgrade party is going swimmingly. Yes. Uh, what do we have in the mailbag? Well, viral. Uh, who uh, is a longtime listener, and he is also one of the head honchos, I guess, for our, our officially unofficial guild, uh, the Creeping Darkness, uh, who we follow around from game to game, wants us to pimp the guild. So if you're interested in, in checking out our guild and group of people who happen to listen to us bozos every week, uh, go check them out at creeping-darkness.com. Uh, I guess they have a website available now. It's really nice, too. Go check out. Uh, Allison, who is our resident EVE Online superfan, has written in again, and she she wrote in a couple weeks ago about the uh, EVE Online uh, Council of Stellar Management member who... Who <laughs> was saying that she was going to take paid uh, payments to bring up any issue during the next uh, council management meeting with CCP? And I thought it was quite funny. Well, apparently she did receive, well, not she or he or whoever this particular CSM member actually received an anonymous payment <laughs> and now has to bring up this issue uh, to CCP. Um, this issue is sponsored by an anonymous donor as a show of his or her concern for the future of Eve, and more importantly, monster trucks. <laughs> now, I know that this, this, this sounds like a joke, but this is absolutely serious, and this is an issue uh, that this particular CSM is going to have to bring up with CCP. Uh, this says, right now there is a massive shortage of monster trucks in this game. Endangered species are more numerous than monster trucks in EVE Online. The lack of huge wheels and the lack of any ability to physically run over and crush other ships in EVE means the Titan class of super capitals are sor- sorely lacking in the categories of both form and function. So true. A highly ranked CCP staff member once quipped that a Titan was never supposed to be cost effective. It's a huge bleep whatever what better represents that idea than a monster truck well absolutely and so this issue is actually seriously going to have to be brought up uh to the developers (laughs) because they they paid for this person's game time oh dear gosh what a joke okay chris wrote in and he wanted to talk about the xbox 360 hard drive issue that we discussed back in episode 109. He said, I was just listening to episode 109, and I've got to agree, the hard drive debacle is quite ridiculous. Currently looking into getting a new hard drive for my 360. I have a 20 gigger, and it's about out of space. 
I was thinking about getting a 60 gigabyte hard drive since I don't have a headset, and the three months Xbox lifetime certainly wouldn't go to waste. But then I found that a 60 60 gig hard drive doesn't come with a transfer cable, so it's basically buy a 120 gigabyte hard drive or go fuck yourself. Is it that unfathomable that us 20 gig people would only want to upgrade to 60? Yet another A plus act by Microsoft. Yeah, that is kind of lame, but I don't even know that you're getting, like, on some of those um, 120 giggers, you may not even get a transfer cable. At least some of them that I've seen packaged don't even have them. Uh, so, you know, be wary if you do get one of those 120 giggers. Um, some may come with them, some may not. Uh, you know, so know what you're buying, especially if you're buying one off online. Uh, and, you know, and you're interested in, in doing that, then you, you know, you really want to check that out. Uh, Brian, uh, has some issues with Champions Online. Says, I have a response to you guys regarding episode 110 and Champions Online. I'm now playing Fallen Earth. Champions Online sucks. <laughs> I normally give games between one to three months. If they suck, they get that one month playtime minimum of my paid box sub. If they're halfway decent, I'll give them an extra few months to start shaking out some bugs and give me an idea on how well it plays at higher levels and how quickly the development team is starting to fix bugs and address other issues. I played Champions Online all of one week. After My that, goodness. After that week, I was done. Lauded as a hero-superhero game, the power suck. It definitely does not resemble the old heroes game, hero games of old that I recall so fondly playing with my friends after school or on weekends during our, new, our nerd crew get-together. I mean, using force powers on my main tested character, that just didn't feel very heroic at all, and he died and rezzed in some ring more, than, more times than I'd like to remember, even during the early stages, and the game doesn't lay out stuff about powers as easily as it could do. It took me a rather lengthy time to figure out what I could and couldn't do with the restricted power system they finally did implement. Interesting. Uh, other issues like lag were a real downer for me. I imagine it's much better now that everyone is quitting, of course, but in the beginning I had some serious lag issues, both trying running and flying, and I would just die more often to slow response from the server than I would taking out a powerful enemy mutant. Then we come to the set the issue of community. Where is it? Did I freaking miss it or something? I mean, I see a lot of other people in the game, all heroes in some weird form or another wandering by me and at mock speed or whatnot. <laughs> but do you think one of them would respond to a help question in, in help chat, even to help with a mission? Or God forbid that s there's some attempt to ro roleplay your hero. Oh my fucking God, that would be over the top in a roleplaying game. Suffice to say, the technical issues and game development choices still wouldn't make me quit. The lack wouldn't still wouldn't make me quit. The lack of community was a big decider, but even that I could bear with if I could put it out of my mind. The thing that I just can't bear with or forgive, though, is having to pay for content in a game that I'm already paying fifty bucks a month for. For me, that's the straw that broke the camel's back. I refuse to pay RMT. In whatever form, I just can't bring myself to do it. I'm guessing this will greatly affect my chances of playing Star Trek Online as well, being it's the same engine and all RMT shopping galore. How do you do it, guys? How do you sleep at night, knowing that you're going to do going no, knowing what you're going to do to the Star Trek universe? I think that last part was was directed at Cryptic. Yeah, that was, that was hilarious. <laughs> wow. 
So well, he really didn't like Champions was, Online. Apparently. As you and I have discussed, you know, there's some... Uh, that was a long-winded rant from hell. There, there's some of us who see the glass as half full and some who see it as half empty, but that guy definitely sees it as just full of piss. Full of, yeah, piss or Bile poison or something. Something, my God. Man. Well, dude, you're going to have to get used to it because pretty much every MMO out there now is cashing in on the big cash cow of RMT with we'll talk combination about it. There, of... There's more news about that, too, yeah, today. Yes, exactly, which we, we will get into, but you're just going to have to get used to it or give up the genre entirely and play something, you know. Play something else, but the problem is is that even then, you know, you have games out there, single-player games, yep. um, who are cashing in on that as well. You've got... Uh, Dragon Age Origins is doing it, and shooters are doing it too. Where shooters are doing that with map map packs and and, and uh, costume enhancements and costume enhancements. Do you want do to not be the look like every other marine? Well, here exactly, for fifteen dollars, you, know, you can have you know. So there's tons of stuff out there just like that on any other game. It's, people it's realize the wave of the future, and it, you know, for good or for bad. You yeah, know, and, and the, the thing is, is that. RMT allows you to determine that yourself. You know, if you if you feel like something's worth putting, you know, ten dollars in for some kind of costume or or whatever, then yeah, absolutely. You know, then you're gonna go ahead and pay it. You know, some people are gonna look at that and say, "Fuck that! I'm not gonna pay that kind of money for that." And and that's you know all well and good too. That's their choice. Exactly. Uh, new listener Todd. Um, chimes in and he reminisces about an EverQuest 2 solution to World Impact in MMOs, uh, which just happens to be oddly similar to something that World of Warcraft did not too long ago. Uh, it says, First time listener to your show, one of the topics was the ability to change or impact the world. Uh, when Bloodlines Chronicles came out in EverQuest 2, there was a server-wide plague. You can cure it with a uh, cure Noxus poison or the like, you only got it when you were near another sick person or if you went back to the starting cities. There was a complete outrage because everyone was doing the puke emote. There was a long and involved quest that required a level 50 alchemist and, and a huge and difficult raid that had no loot whatsoever. Needless to say, I think my server was the only one to cure it. I could be wrong in that, but it was done by the guild uh, Jormon of the Overlord, I think. It's been nearly four years, so my memory is vague. But the population hated it. Personally, I thought it was pretty cool. So yes, it's been done in an MMO. The release of Froglots was like that in a way. A raid to allow server-wide unlock of the Froglot race. Uh, granted, everyone could unlock the race for themselves in the game with a solo quest. Love the roundtable discussion. Hope to hear more like that. Todd. Well, we had hoped to do that tonight, but one of our yeah, massive we're members... going to go back to the roundtable format. That's what we normally try to do during the beginning of the month. But since Noah decided to get his neckbeard trimmed and all that other manscaping, <laughs> yeah. we decided to to wait until the to the next week to do that. Um, as far as you know, that having a server wide impact, you know that you know World of Warcraft kind of did the same thing, I guess, with their their Halloween event last year. Yeah, with um, the plague thing. That didn't go down very well. Which, from <laughs> from someone who didn't suffer from it, I right. thought it was awesome. And I just have a problem with people that want to play a game where every day is the same thing. 
Like pretty much. I want there to be days that are different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No doubt, especially and, if you're playing that game a lot. And know? I want unexpected things to happen. I mm-hmm. want surprises, you know. But man, it's like I think there's a Nine Inch Nails song about this. <laughs> I just I do not understand Perhaps the angst that the plague caused because people's dailies were interrupted. It's like, come on. <laughs> so yeah, yes, Todd. I mean, they, they MMO developers do make attempts at this every once in a while. The the fact still is is that these kind of events that are server altering forever and and change and impact the world forever are few and very far between. Right. You kind of have to wait for an ex- big expansion to come out uh, for you know major changes to happen like that and. It's not how it used to be. I mean, it used to be, like, especially in the old days of Ashram's Call. Yeah, they used to do some crazy stuff. like every stuff. month there was, like, some crazy, yeah. you know, world-altering event that would really screw things up. Which was really cool. Depending on which part of the world you were on, it was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, so, thanks for writing in, Todd. We look, look uh, forward to hearing from you in the future. If you guys are, you know, wanting to get in more on the debates... You know, feel free to mail us at mail at m a i l at channelmassive.com. That's right. Or our Twitter feed at twitter.com slash channelmassive. That's right. Uh, or or you can just you know drop by, yeah, swing in, swing in the studio someday if you happen to yep. be in Denver and just say, hey, you know, let's go grab some beers. We're all for that. Yeah, we're at the top of the Eiffelberg Tower. <laughs> yes, we are. We are here in beautiful, Whoville. beautiful downtown Colorado, <laughs> Denver, Colorado. All right, let's get on with some weekend gaming. Shall I never we? meant to give you mushrooms, girl. I never meant to bring you to my world. But now you're sitting in the corner crying, and now hey, it's my what time is it? It's time for the weekend appears that renegade viruses are targeting MMO player systems. <laughs> renegade viruses. Viruses with no boundaries. Viruses sent from the depths of hell to consume all mankind. The jig is up. The news is out. They've finally found them. Yes, realizing the incredible... <laughs> okay. So, you're writing a virus, and you're like, I'll either go after online banking or MMO players. Hmm, MMO players. Well. Well, they're suckers. The not-so-smart virus writers have decided to finally target MMO players for their financial gain. And uh, according to Microsoft's latest security intelligence report, uh, it looks like a self-propagating data mining worm tariff is in to turf. I like tariff better, but to turf <laughs> sounds good. Is one of the major emerging threats with a rise of 156% in the last six months. Um, and it's specifically targeting users of MMORPGs. And uh, so I could use key, key logging, packet sniffing, and other assorted shenanigans, stuff. as they said, on yes. MMO Gamer. I, I don't know. I, I find that to be. Like a really weird thing to target, but you know, whatever. 
You can't tell me there's more money in MMOs than online banking. Well, if you're a Chinese gold farmer and they want to take all of your gold and all of your items and then sell it back, you know. Yeah, it's like the ultimate, the ultimate assault on Western civilization. I know, I know. It might just be. What's going on uh, with our beloved World of Warcraft? Oh, dear. Well, just when you thought that Blizzard could stoop no lower than allowing you to be both Alliance and Horde on the same server and crossing characters over, (laughs) crossing them over, (laughs) a Blood Elf becomes a Night Elf and a Gnome becomes a Tauren. Tauren. Uh, it is. That is the ultimate abomination right there, isn't it? Now you can buy... You can use real-world money to get in-game pets. Uh, so far, two have been announced. The Pandaren Monk, not to be confused with Kung Fu Panda. Yeah, not and, and not because it looks almost exactly fucking like Kung Fu Panda or anything. Granted, the Pandaren Monk has been a blizzard side icon of sorts for, for, for years. Now, yes. before, well before, but it is really funny, so... Yeah, if you if you if you like the Pandaren monk or if you like Kung Fu Panda, you can have one following you around in game for ten dollars, and it'll fight all a characters. Ten dollar pet that doesn't do anything. You can have this pet with any of your characters you have or any that you will create in the future. Or it does nothing extra. I mean, it doesn't even. I mean, it offers no power benefits or anything no, like just, that. It's simply cosmetic. It's a fluff item. It's a fluff item. For $10. Or you can get Little KT, the Littlest Lich, which is a a nod to to good old Kelth the Zod. Um, it looks like a shrunk-down tattoo-ish really version of... <laughs> yeah. of the plane! The plane! The, plane. <laughs> the raid! The raid! Anyway, it's uh, it's this cute little little lich that'll follow you around and threaten to destroy your I mean, foes. If it did stuff like well, cast it sounds spells... Like, it sounds like these guys will attack, or this one at least, it says it'll attack other pets. So I would like take this into like the, the place where the blood elves start and let it kill all those cats in that one place. That, <laughs> you know where I always go to kill the cats? Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. that'd be pretty cool. But other than that, I'm not sure that, you know... The only good thing about this is that um, for for a limited time at least, um, the Pandoran monk, um, any half of the proceeds uh, from the Pandoran monk are going to go to the Make a Wish Foundation. Oh, I thought I went to Panda Express, the Chinese food. <laughs> they're they're going to support Chinese food franchise. Panda Express, known for their fresh vegetables. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't oh. think that's what they were planning, but. But yes, uh, so if you're interested in in doing something for the Make-A-Wish Foundation, you may do that uh, by buying a Pantera monk. Meanwhile, proceeds from Little KT will go to your local struggling snuff film independent artist. Proceeds from that one are going to go from for taking care of the financial loss Blizzard goes through for um, getting banned in China again. No, not again. Again. Well, not completely banned, Again, it but, is the legend. Um, China uh, suspended approval uh, for NetEase.com, who, of course, runs World of Warcraft in China nowadays. Not to be confused with AnalEase, the, the lubricant found on most store shelves. No, Mark, local not, sex shop. not associated with that. Um... They cite gross violations of regulations, 
The General Administration of Press and Publications said it had halted and returned NetEase's application to operate Burning Crusade, oh, the latest snap. version of the game licensed by Activision. And so, but that's not the latest version. It's no, it's really the not. Lich King. <laughs> wow, uh, that would be devastating if it were a year they ago. They posted a statement on its website that demanded that NetEase affiliate company that operates World of Warcraft to suspend charging users to play the game and disallow new uh, account registrations. So there we go. We've got more trouble. More trouble, yeah, big trouble China. in Little China. Little, yes. little trouble in Big China. I I don't know. I mean, this, is, this just goes with their huge crackdown on any foreign you know, online games coming into their country, I think. I think one thing, you know, it's like they 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 put it under the guise of, oh, we want to protect our, you know, our culture from violent content and blah 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 things like that. But I think what it really is is they're trying to protect their own companies. Yes. Uh, from getting burned by foreign. Well, exactly. Uh, interlopers. Yep, that's that's exactly right. Yeah. Well, it's it's too bad. That means. Well, we'll drop down to 6 million subscribers. Indeed. Indeed. Um, Funcom somehow was awarded a $260,000 grant uh, to create a social MMO based around extreme sports. Extreme sports. Like kickball? (laughs) Yes, like kickball, Mark. Yes. Um, no, I think, I think we're thinking more like, uh, you know, extreme, uh, inline skateboarding, maybe, maybe some, like, X Games, uh, type of things. Uh, he says, yes, I can confirm that Funcom is working on a new project called Board with the World. Erling Ellingson, director of communications at Funcom, told GameIndustry.biz, this will be a free-to-play social MMO focusing on the world of extreme sports. Extreme sports! Right now, we're in the early planning phase for this project, but we expect to start working on an initial prototype in January of next year. Well... First and foremost, we'll be focusing on snowboarding, hmm. with the possibility of adding different sports later. We want this to be a social world rich with different types of media content and pulp cultural elements, such as music, video, and even fashion. Well, I've always it been is definitely big... exciting, and we look forward to revealing more on this later. So, so they're focusing on snowboarding, which I understand is, you know, kind of popular, but popular only during a particular kind of type, you know, type of people, you know, who are into the snowboarding thing. And I just I don't understand why or where they go with this. Well, as a con- I just don't understand. As a, I don't... as a consumer of one of their products and one of the th- three products that they were working on before this, and and hope hopeful to be a consumer of the secret world or whatever, you know, I just hope they can not lose their concentration on those two franchises. As far as Anarchy Online goes, I could care less, but I don't know. I just <laughs> I, I I'm not I'm not too excited about this grant for a extreme sports game. I don't know. What do you think? It, yeah, I don't understand why they're going with this. Um, it's really 
you know, well, plus, I don't understand how they were able to dupe somebody into giving them more money to do anything right now at this point. That's right? pretty They bad. haven't really proven themselves as being a reliable developer, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Other people may disagree with me, but, I mean, I've, you know, I've played both Anarchy Online and Age of Conan, and I've ended up uh, quitting both in very short order just because they were absolutely buggy messes that, you know, never really worked. Although I I think Anarchy Online's probably fine right now if you just can deal with the 1990s graphics, you know, as far as bugginess goes. Right, but, right. But, yeah, I don't know. Not, what else going on? Well, Free Realms um, has decided that they're not really going to be uh, true free-to-play anymore, I guess, from the look of things. It looks like they're taking um, all of their jobs. Uh, before, when I, when I was playing before, you, there was like certain jobs that you, you, could, you could take and you could level them up from level 1 to 20, you know, not have to pay a dime. Yeah, the majority of the jobs were free. Well, not the majority. I mean, yeah. I'd say like half. Well... I'd say 60%. Something like that. Anyway. Let's battle about <laughs> this. <laughs> anyway, so, um, you, you know, you could play, like, the base warrior, or, or not warrior, but brawler um, character from 1 to 20 without having to pay a dime. Uh, anything else that you wanted to pay for, you could, you know, of course, those were done with microtransactions like pets, things like that. And then if you were a monthly subscriber... Which was only like five bucks, five ninety nine, something like that a month. Really cheap monthly subscription fee. You can unlock all the other jobs, right? And play them up to level twenty as well. Well, now apparently they're scrapping that whole idea. They're opening up all jobs up, but those jobs are only available up to level five now. Wow! And you can only play them um, up to level five, with the exception of the. Um, card collectible card game one and one other I believe, so they're they're totally going in a different direction. Yeah. with their with their model. Now they're saying okay, free to play up to level five, and then after that, then you're gonna have to start paying a you know subscription fee, or you're gonna have to get all your content, you know, via RMT. So that's like the crack dealer. They they got you. Right. So they've really changed. They've changed their model up. Uh, quite a bit. I'm not sure what to make of that or what to think about that. Uh, I, you know, I I stopped playing a long time ago, so I don't. I don't know. I don't know that I really have an opinion on it one way or another. It's just, you know, it's interesting to see, you know, that they're taking a such a drastic change with their model, and it really hasn't been out. Yeah. That long. And it was working. Well, so, according to them, it was working. They had like five million, six million, yeah. you know, you know, accounts. According to them, yeah, not 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 um, play, not characters, but accounts. They were doing well. So maybe they figured, well, it's doing well. Let's let's make some more money because God knows EverQuest one and two and Planetside. And Star Wars Galaxies and <laughs> <laughs> And the Matrix Online. The Matrix Online which is gone. <laughs> Isn't really cutting so, it anymore. Yeah, and we are taking so well. forever to release the agency and 
uh, yeah, DC God, Universe. You know, speaking of which, where is that? I mean, you hear nothing about the agency or DC Universe. They went back anymore. into silent They're like mode. totally into silent mode right yeah. now. There's like no... It's like the hype monitor on both of those games. It's just like... <laughs> yeah, what's going on there? Um, EMP pulse detected. <laughs> yeah, big time. An MMO that's been around for a decade now. They're celebrating their 10th anniversary. They actually, they celebrated it earlier this week. Ashram's Cult... Ashram's Call, the original Ashram's Call, is 10 years old. Jason played it, I played it. Still going strong. A lot of our friends played it. We did, loved it. Jason used to dream about it. I did. I used to have dreams about running through the the dire lands, and I'd know like the the landscape and the layout and everything. God, it was kind of creepy at times. We, I played that we game still so make- much. Still make references to that starter dungeon in Sam off of Sam Sir. Damn straight, man. Binar. Binar dungeon. Yeah, with the. Uh, so the thing is, if it's it's ten years old, they've added some new augmentations, which sound like some kind of skill. Looks like you can specialize in stuff. Trinkets, a gear crafting skill. Temples of Forgetfulness. Yeah, allows the character to imbue trinkets with a variety of enchantments. Um, um, if you're still playing it, you have to ask yourself why. <laughs> uh, really, seriously, probably, hey, I don't know, probably time I to let a, it go. I had a richer experience back then with that MMO than I've had with a lot of these new ones, I tell you that much. Yeah, but it's like... The problem is when you remember your experiences back then, you tend to use contemporary graphics to envision it. Right, right. But when you log in, as I did, you know, a couple of years back, boy, that's a low polygon count there. <laughs> Those are some limited animations. And yeah, yeah. I'll be damned if that's not one slow game. Uh, you know. Damn, I loved it. We did. You know, we didn't know loved any better. Everything about it. Love that game. So, congratulations to Turbine for making this game stick around that long. Not many games, not many MMOs have made it that long and have survived. No, seriously. All kidding aside, congratulations. Uh, so we're we we go from talking about one of the longest running MMOs of all time. To one that's uh, not even out of the box yet, and they're barely in the beginnings of closed beta phase as of right now. I, I think only I'm, I'm sure only certain people who have uh, participated in the lifetime subscription or six month subscription options total, for total losers. Yeah, total losers. Those those losers who subscribe to Champions Online for that long get an opportunity to do this, but. Um, Star Trek Online has set a release date of February, of February second, two thousand ten. Yes, pick a your mere, jaws up off the ground. A mere, well, not even four months. We're talking three months and and a little bit. So, well, okay, we'll we'll just call it four months for posterity's sake, I guess. Uh, according to Eurogamer. You know, they've confirmed that today. This is kind of so sort of late breaking news. Now, you may recall, Jay, that, you know, I was playing your beta account for Champions Online because you weren't interested in it at the time. Indeed, indeed. And I was doing other things. You were playing Fallout 3 and some other really good stuff. 
and uh, lots of other stuff. And going you remember on. my reports where I was like, I can't believe this launch date. It's nowhere near ready. I can't believe this launch date. It's nowhere near ready. I can't right. believe this launch date. And then like the last probably week, I was like, okay, maybe maybe they pulled it together, mm-hmm. you know? And and they, you know they did. I mean, if you think about it. Uh, well, it wasn't a horrible launch. No. It just, you know, it still shouldn't have launched. But it. I was shocked. I was just freaking shocked that they were... When they released the launch date for Champions Online, I was like, you've got to be kidding me. There is no way. You know, it's not ready. Blah, 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 blah. And, and here we go again. And here we go again. So... I'm just wondering if we're going to end up with the same mess. You know, they got a lot of... You know, they've... They feel like they must feel like they've got enough content out there that they're going to be ready in roughly four months. When you think of the Star Trek franchise for video gaming, and you think of all of the shit games that have come out, with the exception of the Elite Force Two games. All right. Uh, well, okay. Let's go back. Let's go all way right. back. All right. The the Elite Force that was the one with the it was like a first person shooter from which was actually from, good. Raven, yeah, I believe was the was yeah. the studio who did that. Uh, that was good. The very first um, adventure, the King's Quest like one, King's Quest like that was good. Game was good. Everything else, everything else, total waste of pretty much suck. Pretty big suck fest of games from the Star Trek uh, universe. No please, doubt about that. Please, cryptic, don't let this be another terrible disappointment. Um. I just, you know, I'm a, I'll be honest with you, Mark. When I saw this, I, I saw this first on Twitter. People started tweeting about this left and right. And once I saw this and I, I clicked on the, one of the links and I, I saw the story, my heart kind of just sank a little bit. Uh, I I can't possibly see how this game could be ready. How, how Especially knowing what I know now about what they did with Champions Online. I'm not saying that Champions Online is an absolutely horrible game. In fact, if you listen to my review, yeah, you like I never once say that the game is horrible or anything like that, but there's definitely some issues there that you know they need to take care of. And one of them being is that there is a lack of stuff to do once you reach... You know the end. Once you reach level forty, there's and and there was there were, you know, some content gaps there, which they tried to bullshit fix around by adding all these repeatable quests and and kill one hundred and fifty dailies essentially daily qu- you know the daily quests and all that bullshit. It's like come on, you know, it's like we're, you know, you know some people yeah some people are like well I'm perfectly fine with with that but you know what I'm sorry. But if people were fine with that, then why aren't there more people playing Champions Online right now? Why why did Champions Online, you know, a mere few months after release already had to resort to a free weekend right. of games? You know, why did they have to do that? Because there are, you know, people are leaving. They're not playing that game anymore. It's like people played the game. They understood that it was flawed in, in various ways. That's why they were desperate and they had to run a free-to-play weekend along alongside of a holiday event, which didn't run according to plan from all intents and purposes. It really didn't. Uh, so, you know, here we go. Star Trek Online is set to release very soon. You know, are they ready? I highly doubt it. I'm just going to express my doubts right now. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, 
That's, I just can't I, see it. I, what if, like, what if it was like, what if Bioware or Blizzard, two game studios that are known for polish and for, you know, over delivering almost? What if they announced, like, I mean, Champions Online is fairly new. What? Within six months of the launch of one game, you're announcing another. Would you? Could you believe that from see, a, just did, from yeah, a seen that? typical game? It studio? doesn't make sense to me. I mean, Bioware. You know they have they have multiple teams working on on multiple games and and Cryptic's no different. They've got a whole other different team working on Star Trek Online than they did on Champions. But I mean, you're talking about another major MMO release occurring not even a year apart from each other. Yeah, it seems a little crazy to me too. It seems very very curious to me and I I I'm not sure what to make of it. Yeah. I I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I really do, but in my heart, yeah, and in my mind I'm I know I'm probably absolutely spot on in in being worried about it. Well, you so, know, if it sucks, it sucks. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's how it goes. It's like, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what they deliver. We shall see. You know, there'll be an open beta that everyone will get a chance to try out. They'll get to try it out for, on, you know, in, in some limited like fashion. Yeah, they won't get to try out the whole thing. I'm sure if they're smart about it, they'll just, they'll open up part of the world so everybody can see it and... They won't get to see everything. They do seem to be able to generate shit fast, as far as game developers go. I'll give them that. I, I, they can, but I mean, it's not... Well, but see, even then, the the problem that I had with the whole Champions thing is that they claim that they were able to do that, but yet the best that they were able to come up with as far as adding new quests was to give you the bullshit kill 150 of something. <laughs> kill and that, 150 And hunters. that's just a matter of code. That's just like, okay, make a quest that says kill 150 yeah. of these. Once that objective is completed, then give player this reward. Yay! And that's it. And they could repeat that over and over and over again. Gee, thanks. Well, you know, I don't know. Hopefully people will be able to do a Star Trek convention virtually soon. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that really matters. Alright, some news from the music genre games, I guess. Uh, no Doubt. The band. The band, No Doubt, is suing Activision over their general purpose band hero avatars uh, members of the band aren't pleased that their virtual band hero avatars can be made to perform songs by other musical artists kind of like how the Kurt Cobain thing yeah Courtney Love suing them for the Kurt yeah, Cobain even singing though they rap say song that, that she signed something that said uh, <laughs> that it was okay well Activision of course is claiming the same thing about no doubt they're saying that you know, according to their agreement, that they could use their likenesses in whatever song they want. You didn't understand the 4,000-page in six-point font small print that we gave you? Probably not. Probably not. Uh, they claim, uh, despite 
Repeated requests by the band that Activision honor its requests, Activision has refused, claiming the necessary fix would be too expensive. Oh my. Uh, this is why bands should just stick with Rock Band, because Rock Band doesn't have any They don't avatars. screw you over like that. Uh, yeah, it's just, it, it's kind of funny. It, it, this seems to, I, I, I really see this as becoming more of a, an issue, um, as time goes on, uh, with these games, because, and then, and, and they're going to have to come up with some kind of, uh, solution yeah. to it. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of surprised that you haven't heard any griping from, uh, other guys like uh, Sting or Ozzy Osbourne, uh, or poor Slash, the Boss Monster, yeah, yeah or, or Slash, or uh, other other guys who who have also appeared in Guitar Hero games or or Band Hero games or whatever. They they under obviously they understood what they were getting into, or else you would have obviously heard heard something from them. Um, so. I don't know. I'm I'm more inclined to believe that Activision probably has the legalities of this pretty much locked down. Yeah, sounds or like. Or else they would have heard something. You know, if it would have been a yeah. different thing, if like Sting or Ozzy would have came out and said, you know, this is bullshit. I yeah. didn't tell you guys this was okay to do, and other bands would have <laughs> well, followed suit. Sting's history with lawyers isn't a good one. He doesn't. He doesn't do so well. No, I guess he hasn't, has he? No. Come to think of it. So. Anyway, I just, I see this as kind of being one of those, one of those uh, issues that music games are going to have to. I just wish Activision would inappropriately use my avatar. <laughs> but. <coughs> yeah. You know. In, but in what way, Mark? In what way? Any way they want it. <laughs> I'd be happy. Uh, Infinity Ward, creators of Modern Warfare 2, um, unless you've been hiding under a rock for the past uh, few months, you understand that Modern Warfare 2 is probably going to be one of the biggest game releases of all time across uh, Xbox 360 and PC platforms. Uh, well, they just find new ways to piss people off. <laughs> Way to go! Seems like every week there's like something new about, you know, Infinity Ward doing something, announcing something. It's like, oh, you know, well, you know, I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago where they were going to, you know, use their own uh, platform to host servers and right. and remove the whole dedicated server um, part of the equation out of it. Well, so they had a uh, interview uh, recently, and this is uh, with a gaming podcast. Uh, podcast was uh, hosted by uh, Best Buy. Uh, actually, no, there was a uh, chat, online chat hosted by Best Buy uh, between uh, McCandish and Ryan Latimosa from Infinity Ward. And one of the questions was, uh, what will be the max amount of characters per map for the PC multiplayer on IW.net, which is their uh, service? And they say uh, it's 9 versus 9, and that's how it's going to be, you know, across the board. Uh, 
So 18 total players, which, you know, when you look at other games that are coming out, like Mag, who say that they're able to support, like, a good 100 players. Right. You know, it's kind of lame sounding. <laughs> Another question was, is there is there a console in the PC version of the game so we can change our field of view from the Xbox default um, from 65 to 80? Also, can we tweak the weapon damage for each gun, remove perks, uh, graphical debris, breathing away also through console, like where we were able to before, or is this all gone? And the curt response was, we would like you to play the game the way we designed and balanced it. <laughs> Uh, so great answer. You know, not you know, there's not going to be like those great console commands to you know to to modify parts of the game like on your own personal dedicated server because those dedicated servers just don't exist anymore, nor will they ever. It seems like they're pretty adamant in in saying no. We're 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 locking this down. We're we're making this our own. We're you know, you guys you guys have basically lost control. Uh, another one was, since we can't kick people in ranked matches, how will we stop hackers? Um, you know, they said, our goal is to ban hackers from the game. You know, so you couldn't, you don't even have the power to... Yeah, duh. That's everybody's goal. But why can't you kick people? Right. Kick is a great feature. Um, it's interesting, you know, kind of talking about that, you know, I guess we're going to get off on a tangent here because this is what we do, uh, but, and and this is something that we kind of lost last week, uh, but, uh, Blizzard announced that they were going to do cross-server, uh, like pickup groups and instance groups and things like that, and they'd give you a feature where you could actually vote to have one of your party members kicked off of your beautiful uh, kicked off of your group and stuff like that. Uh, so isn't that awesome? I think that's awesome. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good idea. There were a couple times there. I remember back in the day when I was still playing World of Warcraft, where I'd get in a pickup group with this total freaking moron. And what and class were they usually? I want to say hunter. Mine, mine tended to be rouges. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Rouges were <laughs> were also very bad sometimes. Yeah. Hunters yes. and rogues. Yeah. yeah. Between the two, I I I'd, I'd have to say it's probably a fifty-fifty split. But uh, but yeah, I I don't know. I don't know why that just made me think of that. But uh, I don't know. I had a level. I had a high level rogue, and I I still <laughs> a high level hunter too. But oh man. Uh, here's another one. Uh, please give me a direct answer on the PC version of Modern Warfare 2. Are all games hosted by players, and is there a five-second delay when the host migration is in effect? And the simple curt answer was yes. <laughs> what are they doing with this? Yeah, they're just they're you Bad know community director. Right now, they're just they're trying to take control of of their game and, and the way it's run as far as multiplayer goes and they don't they, they've decided that you know the best way to take control of their game is to by becoming you know by hosting Draconian. it themselves and well yeah I, I was just much. looking at mag when we were talking about this and now it's up to 256 players oh really yeah oh god can you imagine the mayhem what a boon you know what a boon for Sony that would be. Oh man, yeah, it would rock. 
I mean, you, you, you want a selling point for the PS3? We've got the only fucking game that allows you to play with this many people all at the same fucking time. Yeah. Right here. In a, in a map. In a on battlefield. A, on the same map. Absolute mayhem. Oh, man. I don't know, man. That's making it, it's making that look really good right yeah. now. Um, other, you know, other ways Infinity Ward likes to piss people off is by their marketing campaign, <laughs> uh, which their latest was uh, this video that they posted up, uh, which was a supposed to be a humorous take on the practice of grenade spamming, um, but their slogan at the end was kind of questionable. It was the fight <laughs> against grenade spam, or fags. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Yeah. So, uh, the video featured vo- the voice work of Philadelphia Phillies pitcher Cole Hamels, who sucked, by the way, in the World Series. Um, he says stuff like, be cool, avoid random grenades, they're for pussies. And then, following his advice, his avatar gets pelted with a, with a bunch of grenades. If you haven't, they pulled this video off. You can, you can't really find it anywhere. Well, I'm sure you can, but like YouTube, God, like, removed all instances of it. And he exclaims, "What the fuck!" And then, like the, the grenades blow him up. And then they, of course, they say, "Funding provided by Fight Against Grenade Spam or Fags." So. So nobody, you know, you're telling me that nobody in the marketing department sat there and said, um, this may not be such a good idea, guys. Let's, uh, not do this. But no, they went ahead with it anyway, and people got pissed off. Understandably so. And they ended up pulling the, pulling the ad altogether. Uh... Again, this isn't going to stop people from buying it because Games GameStop is reporting, you know, that Modern Warfare 2 has become the most pre-ordered game in the history of uh GameStop. So it's like, you know, pre-orders are through the roof for this game already. You know, they've already sold you know, probably more copies than they ever have. But man, you know, and at the start of a a, a release like this, so <laughs> you know, it's not it's not going to stop them and of course, you know what they say any any bad any publicity including bad publicity is good publicity. Yeah. So wow. That's, that's what they're doing and and they just they just keep on going. They just keep on pissing off their community more and more and people keep on buying their games. Hey, it works. Well, Modern Warfare. Was uh, you know what? I think we need to start pissing more people off, Mark, because maybe that'll get more people you, to sponsor our got, podcast. You know, Asian hate, hate, hate death uh, packs yes. together. Yes, you're right. You're right. Uh, <laughs> the death of the N-Gage is at hand. Oh, man. Yes. Nokia has officially announced that it will put an end to the N-Gage gaming service, integrating it into its Ovi store. Um, no, there, no further games are going to be published for it. They're no longer going to be supported. Um, well, they'll they'll con- they'll continue to sell games until the end of September 2010, and then that'll be it. 
then your phone will just become a simple <laughs> handheld. It'll computer. become a phone. Yeah. <laughs> I Too guess. Bad. So sorry. Uh, I mean, it started out like such a good idea, I guess. And yeah. it, it was... A gaming phone. Yeah. But it just didn't quite work out like they had anticipated. Uh, just some weird news to close oh, yeah. out this news segment. We've got Margaritaville. Jimmy Buffett. For some bizarre reason, Margaritaville uh, can now is is going to be used for video game software purposes. What that means or entails, I have no idea. But a uh, but a uh, trademark filing. Oh my God. Says that it will be used for video games, entertainment, that kind of deal. I I don't know what they can do with it. I mean, what are you going to do? Like, get drunk with a bunch yeah. of margaritas and... You are a level 30 drunkard. <laughs> you must... You advance on the bar. The bar makes a saving throw. The you, quest for the have, lost sa- shaker tripped, of salts. You have tripped over a Miss Pac-Man desk... Or, Miss Pac-Man bar edition, and are now... <laughs> <laughs> laid out across the floor. What do you do? Yeah. I, I just don't understand. It's like, dude, your beer isn't that good. No, that... What is that? Full Sail? Or is it Landshark? Landshark. Landshark, yeah. Landshark beer. It ta- well, it kind of sort of tastes like Corona, but it doesn't, so therefore it sucks ass. And let's have a shout-out to the original Corona, well, which yes. I'm drinking tonight. We drink quite a bit of it. Mm-hmm. But... The, the, yeah, one that, of the few beers that doesn't give me a hangover. That Land Shark beer does not. Nah, it's not that. You know good. what's worse though is that lime shit that they make. It's oh, like, that's that uh, Bud Light lime or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Oh that's, God, that's nasty. That's pretty lame. Yeah, I agree. Okay, back on topic. Well, if you haven't upgraded to Windows Seven yet, like Mark's doing right now, I'm done. Hell, you're done. I was it's done a long time ago. Yeah, I already played logged into Champions Online and Oh wow man. It looks great, man. It looks normal. Uh you know, it kinda looks like Vista almost. That's the secret. <laughs> that is the secret of the Holy Grail. Well, some interesting news about Vista came out. Uh, <laughs> really interesting news. Especially for gamers. Yeah, well, so what did it say, Mark? It said uh Well they were tracking you know whenever Vista crashes how right. there's some kind of like you know, dialogue. Which has never happened to me, by the way. That says, you know, sending update back to Microsoft HQ, blah, 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 blah. Would you like right. to participate and give deeper knowledge, like your social security number, driver's <laughs> license number? <laughs> anyway, these guys took took a look at what, uh, what was the cause for Vista crashes in 2007. Intel was was responsible oh. for eight point eight percent. Well, of one million six hundred sixty-three thousand seven hundred forty-eight crashes, Nvidia reigned supreme as the the leader for causing crashes at twenty-eight point eight percent. Holy crap! Now, granted, the runner-up was Microsoft. itself. no, actually, it said all others. Yeah, at eighteen point five percent. Well, Microsoft was in a close third. Seventeen point nine. Unknown, which means you <laughs> which know, means they are. I call clueless. that wrath of God. That <laughs> was seventeen. They're clueless as to what the fuck happened to their operating system. ATI nine point three, Intel eight point eight. So 
So I, NVIDIA reigns supreme as far as making Vista crash. Wow. Yeah, that that is 479,000 crashes. Congratulations, NVIDIA. Yeah, so that would like, they said that works out to a real-world figure of about 479,000 crashes. Um, so, wow, I mean, that's just... I mean, that means, like, their driver team has, like, been totally sucking ass lately. It's it's funny, too, because there's some comments to this uh, article, and some of them are by some pretty well-informed people, and one guy's like, NVIDIA was responsible for fully one-third of all XP crashes pre-service pack 2 as well, which it's like, good God. You know, I've been, like, an NVIDIA... Pretty much. I've had one ATI card. I've had one ATI card. Since the old Voodoo 2 days, I've had right. one one ATI card, and I didn't like it because it felt sluggish to me. Like, the, the, anytime I'd go to work with the, the driver, it felt uh-huh. really sluggish, and it gave me this perception that, well, if just adjusting my video settings is sluggish and painful... I can't imagine it's rendering my games very well. Right, and I never really had problems with the AT- the one ATI card that I had. Yeah. Um. I, yeah, because I, I, I was like a diehard NVIDIA guy for a while there, and then I switched to ATI because ATI was putting out some better cards at the time. Well, and the but other, honestly, the other and thing, then, uh, well, and then of course I went back to NVIDIA, and I use NVIDIA too. And I think one thing that kind of maybe isn't mentioned by the article or is not it's it's not mentioned and kind of brushed aside is there are different video card manufacturers using the NVIDIA chipset right who may or may not just totally suck ass that's true so as well. if, if you stick with like Asus or Asus or EVGA right you know you're you're probably going to be fine if you find some weird ass Weird podunk. Yeah, weird podunk card that no one's ever heard of. Yeah. That, you know, comes with, like, reference drivers from, um, you know, two years ago or whatever that you actually install off the CD or DVD instead of just going to the NVIDIA site and downloading for the appropriate chipset, then you, you may well be a contributor to this statistic. You know, that that's my take on it. I mean... Th- that's a good point. There are definitely shit cards that... that you know, have have licensed and are using the NVIDIA chipset. Oh, that's a good point. Whereas with ATI, there are some that are using ATI chipsets, but most of them come from ATI, so there's more control. Yeah, you don't see a lot of uh, third-party no. ATI No, they do exist, but there. typically the third-party guys go with the NVIDIA chipset. And So anyway, just FYI, <laughs> maybe Microsoft's not... A hundred percent at fault, just ninety nine point nine nine nine. Indeed, but I don't know. I mean, we've been, I've been watching your uh, Windows Seven yeah. party going on here, and, and, and well. Windows Seven is looking pretty good so far. Nah, I can't complain. I've already got antivirus installed for free. I like that. Uh, you know, ready to. I'm ready to get do some. Porn surfing and um, maybe you Sweet. know what else can you do to like get malware? What would be good? <laughs> I could I could fire up uh, uh, like a P2P client like right. BitTorrent or something. There you go. There you go. Um, maybe, Let's do this. Maybe cruise through some of the darker <laughs> reaches of the internet. 
Yeah. Anyway, I think that's going to do it for our show today. Uh, we're sorry that Noah wasn't able to join us yeah, in we our miss journey him. tonight, but we'll we'll look forward to having him back next week. He will be he will return replete with a new new neck beard, new neck beard, new, new manscaping going on there. Uh, if you have any questions for us, if you want to get a hold of us, you can reach us at mail. M-A-I-L. At ChannelMassive.com. You can also follow us on our Twitter feed at Twitter.com slash ChannelMassive. We thank you very much for downloading this edition of Channel Massive, and we will talk to you guys next week. <laughs> <laughs>